It's the morning flavor on Metro. Stogie T with Lucille Slade. Love and war. 19 minutes to 9. Coming up next, it is personal mastery with psychologist, life coach, Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. The topic this morning, how has your parents' marriage or the relationship shaped your love life as an adult? We'll unpack this with her, but what we'd like from you are your own personal experiences and your views. 089-110-3377. It's the morning flavor. Monday vibes. Let's keep the energies up. Let's keep the momentum going, right? And uh, we have to get into personal mastery. It's an absolutely important part of our lives in terms of how we develop as people. Joining us on the line, thanks to social distancing, is Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family, and good morning to the listeners. Hi, Doc. Hello, guys. Doc, Th- how's your nerves now that coronavirus is really here? Um, <laughs> Don't make fun of Dr. Matenji because she was very record, stressed last week. I want to congratulate you guys for the nomination, Owen. I'm in very good much. spirits. Well good. done, guys. Thank you, Doc. Nice thank to you. be with people who are great, you know? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> And you see, so she's, she's deflected on the corona <laughs> issue. Yeah, of course yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Avoidance tactic. We, we all have parents, whether it's biological or otherwise, those who have raised us one way or the other. And their relationships have an impact on how we ultimately navigate our own in the future. Let's unpack that, dog. What does that ultimately mean? So one way of understanding about how we learn and how we develop and basically the narratives that we carry in the way that we uh, transact our lives is about social learning, how we follow certain models in our lives. And typically the way you engage with people, the way you show affection, the way you deal with conflict, the way you resolve them as well is very much imprinted by how you watch transactions or associations happening at home. But the thing is, if we look at you only in terms of I, 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 I do based on what I see, um, we are taking away the fact that as you develop as an adult, you actually develop your own sense of will. You actually are able to evaluate and know what is right and what is wrong, what works for you, who you are, and how that makes you different and unique from other people. Mm. So we do have certain spaces in our lives where we are following on our default position based on what we saw at home, whether it's an issue of, I don't want to be like my mom, I don't want to be like my dad, I don't want to be like my parents, because this is the unhealthy or the toxicity that I observed, and I tried to do the direct opposite. Other times, I have a very beautiful, picture of what health in a relationship looks like. And I want to emulate that in the relationship that I have with my partner. Well, in fact, I don't know the dynamics of what was happening there, but I see that that was a healthy relationship and I want that model to be able to do that. But that is okay. Just remember that the person you're with right now was not part of the dynamic. They were not part of that family. So they might not necessarily actually understand what it took for that relationship to be unhealthy or healthy based on your frame. They are also bringing their own culture in terms of their own social learning and their own models that they have. So when we meet together as a couple, we actually have to look at how we each, what we each bring, the narratives that we bring, but also our rules of engagement. And then we need to define new ways of coming together because some of the ways of that we learned observing our parents might not be applicable. Now, Doc, the other thing is we often look to our parents for guidance in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And we often look to them individually to say, this is how my dad treated my mom. This is how my mom treated my dad. And this is how they vibe. But it doesn't always mean that if they've had a great marriage, that it's been steady, that it's going to be the same for you. You you might have the the exact opposite where it's just turmoil after turmoil, drama after drama. 
in your relationships. So how do we sort of make sure that we take responsibility for our own lives and actions as well, despite the good examples we may have around us? Look, um, very often the things, and I'm, I'm calling them the things, that make other people's relationships, particularly the elders in your family, what makes their relationship work, you don't know those secrets. Mm. Most of what adults do, they're very intentional about what they show to family members, yes. especially children. But other families are not intentional. They tend to show or demonstrate in public the unhealthy parts of relating. So when you are just um, absorbing and wanting to replicate what you observed at home, that means your own level of personal agency and your own critical awareness of who you are and the awareness about the other person, basically emotional intelligence. It's actually a bit lower because when you recognize that there are some issues about the way that they were doing things that you are not a part of, for example, their personality, their interests, the fact that whatever it is that bonds them might not necessarily be what you want to use to bond somebody else uh, with somebody else. Mm. And then some of those secrets you cannot necessarily replicate and they can't necessarily reveal to you in a way that that are completely transferable to you. So part of the journey of trying to bond with somebody else, even as you are learning from the models in your family, is that learn more about your partner, learn more about yourself. Mm. Understand that it's about continuous learning of yourself and the other person. Basically, personal master and emotional intelligence. That's part of what will make your relationship work instead of trying to emulate other people because you don't know the, the individual um, details of how those people ended up finding mm-hmm. those patterns of relating. Yeah. yeah. Doc, um, it's so common that um, children will look to their parents for some sort of guidance and parents also love modeling um, a certain way of being, especially in relationships. How important is it for the children to witness parents having healthy relations so the kids experience them when they are in a conflict situation? Um, Children get to experience them be able to communicate well and articulate um, their frustrations with each other in, in a healthy way. Sometimes I think, I mean, my experience was that I'd never seen my parents argue. Never, ever, or fight or raise their voices at each other. And then when they were divorced or were getting divorced, I thought, That's what dramatic. just happened? Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And and the truth is, if you're going to coexist with anybody, I mean, most people are doing uh, social distancing, living in home, and there's already cabin fever issues coming up where <laughs> we are rubbing each other the wrong way. Mm. And you can't be with another human being and not fight. If you do not mm. believe it, look mm. at the relationships between siblings, look at the way you guys are at the company, the way you work, the fact that you just step on each other's toes. So it isn't possible that people can have perfect relationships like the Cosby Show where there is no fighting. Mm. And even if there is fighting. It is important as adults, especially when you are having young children as, as a couple, that you understand that part of what you're supposed to, 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 to model is communication. It's also conflict resolution. It's mm-hmm. about intimacy building so that we don't just see you having perfection. Yes, there's a limit to what you can reveal to your children. Mm-hmm. You must not display everything. But you also have to model how you guys resolve conflict, that we sit together. We talk about this is the issue right now. Mm. Dad is unemployed or mom is unemployed. Mm. We're going through a bit of stress. This is what we're doing to address it. This is why we're no longer having pizza over weekend. So that the children understand even though we've got problems, we've got a healthy way of resolving. So some of us, we hide everything, even the secrets that could help us deal with conflict in a healthier way mm-hmm. or that could deal, help us deal with change in a healthier way. So it's important to model those things in a way that you're very intentional about what you're doing and what you're communicating so that somebody watching actually learns how to do this. They develop the competence mm. by observing you as well. 
Dr. Tsepisoma Denchi joins us on the line for another edition of Personal Mastery. Looking at your parents, their marriage or relationship, how has that shaped your love life as an adult? 089-110-3377. Have you had maybe the opportunity to ask your parents how they did it? Have you modeled it and said, well, uh, they had a great run, but look at me. Mm. My love life is in shambles. Or maybe it is the other way around. Maybe their love life being in shambles was the inspiration behind why you decided to do things right by your partner. 089-110-3377. We'd like to hear your experiences, so share with us right now. Seven minutes to nine, the bridge is on standby from nine to 12. Personal mastery continues. We are looking at your parents, their marriage, their relationship, and how it has shaped your love life as an adult. My parents have had a solid marriage for as long as I've been alive. Yes, there's always issues and problems. And I've tried to not emulate, but use that as exa- as an inspiration and as, as an example of how things should be done. In practice, it's been a lot harder than I thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've made some big mistakes and some really good ones. Um, so it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to emulate the folks, honestly. People say times have changed. I wouldn't know because I wasn't around then. But um, it just isn't easy. Yeah. Um, from my side, I've definitely, um, my parents split definitely heightened my anxiety over getting married. Mm. So it was already, I was already never feeling like marriage was for me and, you know, never thought about it, never fantasized about it. I just thought it's, it's it was something always for other people, but they split because I, I just felt like, but guys, what happened? Mm. You know, you just don't not fight for your whole lives and all our lives and then one day it's over so it definitely heightened my anxiety um and my mistrust of of mm. the institution itself we'll go to kanye uh kanye is calling us from secunda kanye good morning okay kanye isn't there let's try anonymous who isn't kimberly anonymous good morning you Ooh, okay, not quite sure what's happened. Can we try and sort the lines out uh, while we uh, also perhaps get uh, Dr. Matenji back on the line? Uh, we'll take your calls, 089-110-3377. Got a couple of tweets here. This one is Ntuli underscore TK saying, what I took from my parents' marriage is the love for each other. I always love some, uh, leave, sorry, some food for my wife. When, she, when there's a braai or pizza at work, that's what my dad used to do. May his soul rest in peace. So even the small things. You know, just watching behavior and kind of saying, oh, my dad used to do this. My dad used to open the yeah, door. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my dad used to make sure that everybody has eaten before he even starts to eat at home, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. It's difficult because some, um, you know, some of us don't grow up in a family household that has a mother and father. Some mm. of us grow up mm. in a single uh, parent household and we modeled by one person. But sometimes you need both. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to have both my parents there. They've been married for 44 years now. Mm-hmm. I've modeled my relationship with my wife on that as well. But also my grandfather. My grandfather was a, a real father figure in my life as well. And mm. it makes mm. a big difference. Sometimes grandparents are a, a bigger role in your life than you expect. Yeah. But mm. the way guys see you know, relationships and the way girls see relationships could be very different. And I'd love to speak to Dr. Matenchi about that as she's back on the line. Mm. Um Doc, you there. So so the way that boys and girls see relationships, particularly their parents' relationships, is there a major difference? And does that portray itself out later on in your life? Look, yes, it does. Uh, in fact, in terms of how model, how to, to show affection, 
and how to be vulnerable with other people and how to make ourselves open in terms of how we be exercise responsibility. You would feel that for a lot of people, the definition of love and commitment is in terms of being providers. Mm. And we tend to say that it's women who come from single households where the mom was a Look, can we try and get uh, you back on a better line? Your line is just not working out for us. Uh, While we do that, um, we'll quickly go to Anonymous while we get the doctor back on a better line. I'm not quite sure what's happening there. Or is it Kanye? I'm not. Okay, let's try. Okay, let's try Anonymous since Anonymous is already there. Anonymous, good morning. Hello. Anonymous? Hi, how are you doing? Are you well? Yes, I'm all right. Good. Uh, Right, what do you want to say? No, I just wanted to contribute that um, I'm, both of my parents were good parents to me. That mm. one, I don't want to take it take away. Mm. However, I believe my mother was a very difficult partner to my father mm. because of I, I'm not blind. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm grown up now. I can see mm. things mm-hmm. that I didn't see when I was young. Yeah. Why Why am I saying that? Um, I believe my when my when my when my father was still alive, my mother was a very difficult partner. To a point where it drove my father to cheating, but I'm not gonna blame my mother for it. It's my father's choice. He decided to deal with it in a different manner, which was wrong, which is cheating, which ultimately led him to contracting uh, HIV at those stages where. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Hello. Okay, I think we've lost. Um We've lost Anonymous. All right, sorry about that, Anonymous. But we get, uh, Doc, we just had Anonymous on the line just giving us a gist of his own personal experience. I'm not sure how much of that you caught. Uh, but in essence, yeah, I mean, in essence, he was saying that he, he, he felt that his mom was giving his father a tough time to mm. the point where it drove him to, his father, that is, to cheat. Although he's also saying he doesn't blame his mother for his father cheating. But what he's simply saying is that sometimes within our parents, there is always one who make who can make the other's life difficult and that may have an impact on the relationship and how one sees relationships going forward. Yes, mm. absolutely. Uh, and I think what I would like people, the listeners out there to take away is that when you are in a relationship with somebody, pay attention to the things that trigger you because most of us, we become very aware about the overt behavior that we like or didn't like that we actually feel that we want to emulate or we don't want to emulate. But sometimes there's subtle things that have been transmitted because of all the years of social learning being in the spaces with our parents mm. that they start manifesting in the intimacies of the relationship that you are with right now. And suddenly you don't understand why you keep in a default position responding in ways that mirrors something in your parents that you thought was healthy or that you thought was unhealthy and you don't know how to break the pattern. So be mindful of that. The key issue is to understand that relationships, when they trigger certain things that are embedded within your history, it's about an opportunity for you to learn to rise up about about them. But also certain positive things that you've learned in relationships at home with your parents, they're also an opportunity for you to teach somebody else. Don't just assume that common values and common sense is common sense. So you might have to actually be able to be patient with somebody and understand that you actually have a project in this relationship because now you have to teach somebody who comes from a broken family how to relate in a healthy way and they just don't have an idea because they've got that is that of trauma for them. So part of what makes you healthy is not just about relying on your past, it's how you tr- how you translate, translate it into learning in the current relationship with the person that you are with. Right, Doc, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks for your time, and uh, we apologize about the lines. I do sincerely hope that we'll look deeper into this dynamic of parents 
their relationship um, and how that ultimately impacts on how you conduct yours as an adult. Dr. Tepiso Madenchi on the Morning Flavor uh, Personal Mastery back next Monday. Well, we are done. It's a wrap. Uh, We need to make way for the bridge. And of course, uh, we have to keep our eyes and ears locked on everything that is happening in the news. So on that note, it is a good morning. Good day. And goodbye. Oh, thank you, Khubiri. You are far too kind. In our top stories at nine, President Ramaphosa praises South Africans for trying to curb the coronavirus. And OECD says the world will feel major after effects of the coronavirus. Good morning. I am Kopedi Dilokwe. In his weekly letter from the president's desk, President Ramaphosa has lauded the efforts of citizens to curb the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. President Ramaphosa says the manner in which all South Africans have taken charge of not just their own personal health, but the health of those around them has been exemplary. He reiterated the fact that the country's success in beating the disease relies on the efforts and energies of everyone and their commitment to help and assist others. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, has warned that the world could take years to recover from the coronavirus pandemic. There are more than 310,000 COVID-19 cases across the globe, with some 13,000 deaths. Meanwhile, the New York Stock Exchange and the London Metal Exchange are to conduct all electronic trading. The BBC's Andrew Walker. The Eastern Cape Health Department says it's quarantined five student farmers who landed at the East London Airport over the weekend after they visited Germany. They were part of a group of 15 farmers who travelled overseas to receive training on farming practices. Here is Health MEC Cindy Swagomba. The Social Security Agency, SASA, says it's made provisions to pay grants to older persons and persons with disabilities early this month to help avoid crowds of people gathering at social grant pay points. The says South Africa has reported 274 confirmed cases of COVID-19 with no deaths. SASA's Baseka Litsatsi has called on beneficiaries to refrain from rushing to receive their grant money as it could lead to large crowd gatherings and a potential further spread of the virus. And now for a recap of our top story this hour. In his weekly letter from the president's desk, President Ramaphosa has lauded the efforts of citizens to curb the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. It is 9.04. I will be back with your headlines at 9.40. Welcome to the Bridge on Metro. Sparkle this morning, kicking us off. Time to move on. It's 9.09 in the morning. A huge thank you to the mops. They'll be back bright and early tomorrow. We follow suit now. The voices of Osomotona Dineo Ranaga, Som G63, Somizi Motaung Songo, as well as LKG Mother. Uh, we are here for three hours to keep you entertained and informed, uh, particularly around what's happening around the country. Um, to date, we're coming into studio, and the first thing that's on our mind is COVID-19. Mm. Uh, no longer to say let's panic, but now that we've accepted that this is something that's happening outside of the state of panic, I think the general sense and the general vibe that we're all getting is um, it's real. It's real. It's no longer a laughing matter. We've had a couple of weeks to laugh about it, do memes, ABCDNE, joke mm. about about it, but now it's like real. Good morning, Somji. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm lying. <laughs> I'm not good at all. Yeah. Yo, I'm not good at all. Um, 
like it's there's a really tense atmosphere, grey clouds, yeah. dark clouds, and driving to work when majority of people are staying at home. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm used to getting stuck in traffic, and before I used to be excited around December when everyone has gone to their homes. Yeah, this time. I'm not enjoying it because I know the reasons behind it. So it's really not a good morning, but it's a hopeful morning. Absolutely a hopeful morning. Definitely agree with you on that one, that it's a hopeful morning. I think mm-hmm. that outside of the state of panic, all of us should just um, stick to playing our roles mm-hmm. in not only protecting our own health, but the health of those around us. Mm-hmm. And um, just, uh, you know, do a little bit more research around it and read about it. So the daily audit looks a bit like so this morning. Um, There are payment holidays that have been introduced during the coronavirus outbreak here in the country. What are your thoughts and what is your take on the payment holidays? Um, Most of us will not be paying certain um, things at the end of the month due Mm -hmm. to the coronavirus, A, B, C, D, and E. What is it? Is it beneficial for us? Is it not beneficial for us? Uh, the interest rates, how is that going to backfire mm-hmm. once we come out of COVID-19 um, and this outbreak? What are your thoughts around it? payment holidays? Are you standing on top of a mountain saying, yay, I'm not paying, and you don't know what's waiting for you at the end of it all? Uh, the payment holidays have been introduced. It's a Money Monday. We're talking your personal finance. Let's talk about it. Be about it. 89 Good morning. Indeed, and we do hope that these safety tips, as we keep playing them out to you, uh, remind you to stay on the safe side of the fence. Quarantine and self-isolation at most is better than cure, Mm. purely because there's no vaccine and not every immune system is strong enough to fight against this uh, uh, virus. So we need to really be safe. Now, due to the financial burden many will be experiencing due to the coronavirus outbreak, financial institutions are considering payment holidays for their clients. And South Africa may also be in a position to face the the reality of possibly granting South Africans payment holidays. A payment holiday, if you're not too sure what it is, is a feature offered by some loans, uh, mortgages that allow you to miss the occasional monthly uh, repayment agreed in advance. Um, and uh, payment holidays are only available in exceptional circumstances. Like in Italy, Italy announced a freeze on mortgage payments following the implementation of a nationwide lockdown to deal with the spread of COVID-19, which is coronavirus or Australia also came through where their banks uh, defer loan repayments for up to six months for small businesses who are struggling due to COVID-19. America... Another big giant in uh, the global landscape, Uh, federal officials announced a nationwide halt to foreclosures and evictions, protecting more than 30 million Americans from the risk of losing their homes as uh, the coronavirus outbreak ravages their economy, the global economy, so to speak. And uh, the United Kingdom also came through there, making headlines for banks offering mortgage holidays for customers affected by the outbreak so what are your thoughts and what is your take on these payment holidays COVID-19 is a state of the globe 
It is. Crisis. It's very hectic. I've been yeah. having I've been having conversations with a lot of friends and you know people that are events planners, uh, uh, artists. Um, you know, uh, restaurants are empty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday I went to a certain beauty store uh, to go get something uh, last minute, and there was literally nobody. Yeah. Restaurants that you yeah. see that are always packed, people are staying away from, uh, which means um, the waiters are also not getting paid. Um, the people that get paid per commission are not being able to, you know, get their money and and um, pay for their bills, etc. It yeah. affects all of us artists. We yeah. literally have no bookings at all. Yeah, you know, um, freelancers specifically. Yeah. us again. You know, Can we I have very. You the the the. I don't mean to interrupt you, but as you're speaking of the people that are affected, the first people that are coming to my mind, Larato, that I fret for, are the people that work in the health medical industry, the people in the hospitals, the people that are dealing with the incoming, the people that run the risk of having direct contact with people that are testing positive for COVID-19. It frightens me. On their behalf, I'm like, <sighs> yeah. we're running the risk of not having an income. Their health. And now that you have your kids at home for some time, keeping them busy and entertained is going to need money, right? And before you break the piggy bank, why not SMS out to 40019 to see if our insurance can save you money on your car insurance. And if they can't, ask for 400 rand. And if you've been claimed three, uh, free for three years, ask for 800 rand and give it a try. SMS out to 40019 and see if you can save or get cash in hand for the time off. And our insurance is a licensed insurer and FSP and T's uh, do apply and 50 cents per SMS. Coming up next is the Coffee Break Music Fix.